Today's episode is brought to you by Cameo. If your organization is looking to adopt Chromebooks, but you need to give your people seamless access to all their apps, including Windows apps, Cameo is the simplest and most secure and most cost-effective way to deliver all the apps your people need to be productive on Chrome OS. Cameo is a Chrome Enterprise recommended virtualization solution and is deeply integrated with Chrome OS and the Google Admin Console, making it easy for you to push any app as a PWA to your Chromebooks. And now you can take advantage of a special Chrome OS and Cameo bundle that makes it easier than ever to test. If you're interested, you can head over to cameo.com forward slash unbox. That's C-A-M-E-Y-O dot com slash unbox or click the link down in the show notes. This episode is brought to you by the official coffee of the Chromecast podcast, Fresh Roasted Coffee, who we've partnered with to make a special edition Chrome Unboxed anniversary blend. Here at Chrome Unboxed, we're not just nerdy about Chromebooks, we're also coffee snobs. And look, we wasted a lot of time hand roasting coffee before we found Fresh Roasted Coffee, and we haven't looked back since. This coffee is roasted fresh to order, immediately packaged, nitrogen flushed and shipped directly to your door. And although we can't officially say that this Chrome Unbox Edition tastes any better than the normal anniversary blend, that is the word around town. But don't just take our word for it. Pick up a bag for yourself and let us know what you think. You can grab a bag over at chromeunbox.com forward slash coffee. Welcome to the Chromecast. The official podcast from Chrome Unbox, where we unpack everything from hardware to software in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, so that you can be more informed on all the latest updates, changes, and devices. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Chromecast. My name is Joe Humphrey, and I am joined, as always, by Gabriel Bringers. Hello. And Robbie Payne. Hey, what's up, guys? And it, uh, it's Google season again. It's, it's going to be Google season until October 15th. Truth. We're, we're just, but then it'll be Stadia season, which is technically still Well, it'll be like Google. Stadia season slash like waiting for all the new Chromebooks yeah, to arrive. Yeah, Black Friday. Season. It's going to be a busy three months. Busy. It is. It yeah, is. buckle your seatbelts, folks. Yeah, we're starting buckle to even up. see some of those Chromebooks show up just kind of yeah. out of the blue. You know, like the random Lenovo device that showed up, the uh, S... Yeah, hey, I, I bought that device. I completely yeah. forgot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yep. That oh, yeah. AMD. That's this 433 nonsense that's yeah. happening with Asus, uh, the 425 that came out of nowhere. And so it's like, man, uh, I yeah. don't know that any of them are going to get announced. I think this no, is I what think we're going to be in for, I bet. Yeah, I think it's just they're going to show up one day. You'll have your flagship announcements or they'll have like fleet announcements when yeah. they do stuff. And I think yeah. you're just going to... Hop on the website, and there's going to be a new Chromebook you've never seen before, and that's cool. Yep. It makes our job a little more stressful, but it's cool. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It's, a, it's going to be a fun season in the Chrome Unboxed office. We've, we've talked about this in, in a previous podcast. We now have a legit office, and we've got our space, and we're just going to have Chromebooks showing up left yeah. and right. <laughs> be like, so we've been, hey, what's we have what is that? We yeah. have coffee. We have a and, Swiffer. And we have a sign, so yeah. we're legit. I mean, we're, we're basically set. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's all you need. Yeah, we're just going to have Chromebooks showing up left and right, though, and we'll just be like, oh, what, what came in today? 
Oh, it's that. Oh, it's that one. Okay, cool. Let's uh, let's yeah, unbox it. Like, let's see we what we got. We were setting up for the podcast. I'm like, well, I need a Chromebook to look at because I usually work at a Chromebox. So I grabbed one off the shelf, and after logging in, I'm like, what is this? I don't <laughs> even know what it is. So. Yeah. So a little insider info: the the one Gabe is using right now, uh, it's pretty cool. The Acer Chromebook 512, and we've not reviewed it. We actually have three of these. We've not reviewed it because we identified. Uh, it's either a hardware malfunction or something's wrong in their firmware. Uh, we've been back and forth with Acer and working on trying to get things working. Um, the issue shows up with the touchscreen, and though it registers touches fine, scrolling touches, you know, unless you're pushing down really hard, uh, don't seem to register the entire time, and so you end up as you're scrolling, clicking stuff by accident, and uh, the the pen actually works fine yeah. so it's clearly so it's, it's got a stowable pen right yeah, yeah and it's a great device like it's it's convertible it's three by two it looks uh, nice I mean, yeah, it's definitely hit feels miss great. when you're using your finger yeah definitely. and i mean he's checking it right now and they've assured us that they fixed it and they even sent us another one and we tried it and like no it's still there if i just you know lightly touch the screen to scroll like i would any other chromebook it just hits and misses and it's unfortunate because i don't we don't want to review a device that clearly has some sort of problem in either manufacturing or software that we know about, that they know about, that they're working on, because it's just unfair right, uh, right. to be we like, hey, I'm going to get this on here and retail bash this product. thing. Yeah, what we the- just don't do that. If it's a big announcement, a big release, and it comes and it ships with a problem, we clearly want to tell people about it. But nobody's going and like, hanging their you know, buying decisions on the Acer Chromebook 512. I, I would venture to say most people don't even know. Right, because we reviewed, towards yeah, we reviewed devices that were hot garbage, and no, no, no matter of tweaking or anything was going to change that. They right. were just junk. This right. this has some sort of issue that they're trying to trying to fix, and we don't want to fault them for that because I'm just sitting here looking at it, and it's a really nice-looking device. Like, yeah, I, I like a lot about it. If the touchscreen wasn't an issue, it would be one of my favorite little Chromebooks out right now. Looks like it's got like the standard port selection. Oh, oh another. What is that? Oh, okay. I thought, I thought it was an HDMI over there. I was like, what, what baseboard is <laughs> what this? What is happening? No. So, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a neat little neat little. Yeah, and Chromebook. it's one of the first Chromebooks came out with the Octopus baseboard. Yeah. We haven't seen the entire fleet of them around. They're starting to show up. Yeah, I mean, that's like all of those new Pentium, Lenovo's that got announced. Pentium Silver, um, convertible, new HP, two cameras, HP. That new HP 12 that's uh, got announced out of nowhere. Um, it's it's an Octopus baseboard. So any of these Gemini like uh, The l- new Lenovo's uh, that yeah, just so, got announced. The but there, there was another group of them, wasn't there, that was announced. Mm-hmm. Am I missing something? Uh the yeah, Asus, Asus C204 yeah, and yeah. We got our hands on those, gosh, back at CES. Mm-hmm. That was a while um, ago. Uh, but they said that those were super early in development at that time. Anyway, point being, there's going to be Chromebooks just showing up yeah. uh, a lot. Uh, yeah, and, and, and so if, if you're listening to this and you see a Chromebook we haven't talked about or haven't mentioned, and you're like, hey, what is this thing? Shoot us an email, info at Chrome Unboxed. Yeah, we want to know too. Yeah, yeah we <laughs> yeah, love to know exactly. that. And get it to. I mean, you know, honestly, get it out like to other users, like and we we live. Somebody. Yeah, and we live and breathe breathe this stuff. Breathe. What did I just say? Breathe it. Uh, we breathe we it. Breathe it. Yeah. So uh, we live and Joe's breathe on this his first stuff. Cup of coffee yeah, this I'm, morning, I'm still so. getting things going here. Um, and so yeah, I mean, like we we li- we live and breathe this stuff, and we're trying to keep 
up with all of these devices but man there's just going to be especially moving into the end of the year like there's just going to be so many chromebooks showing up so yeah absolutely hit yeah, us up i mean the c433 and that new amd lenovo were both tipped to us by by readers yeah one of them was just on yeah. twitter hey and, by the way yeah, this listing's this on amazon like <laughs> yeah it's crazy okay yeah. if cool. you think about it like used to it was we knew we were tracking a handful of devices we would there'd be at least be an announcement or a press release or something or sometimes it'd be on stage or whatever you know it, right there'd be something around like hey Here's the thing. It is legit, and it's going to be available such and such, and here's how much yeah, it Yeah, we knew like, it was coming. We're like, cool, there's a thing, and now we know. And that's just no. not been the case in the last six months. Uh, stuff just shows up, uh, and I'm inclined to believe that that's probably going to be the case. Like, Chromebooks still aren't in a position where they can command you know, release parties, you know? It's just not going to happen. So outside of things like CES or IFA or something like that, if they're ready to release it and they weren't ready at that show or didn't want to muddy up whatever else they were, they were doing at that show, I, I think we're just going to see this a lot. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, we're uh, we're doing our best to you know continually be searching Amazon, continually be looking at Best Buy, you know, and but yeah, it's, to give, it's you, give you some perspective here, there are on the developer list from Chromium there are eleven Octopus devices. We yeah. certainly haven't looked at all 11. Now, some of them are just <laughs> no. regurgitations, like the HP 11 and the HP 12. They're the same device. They're just different chassis. But right. still, they're out there, and that's a, that's a lot of Chromebooks. Yeah, and the, and the reality is we can't review everything. We can't get our hands on every single thing. Um, maybe down it, the road. It used to be that we did that. Oh, yeah. Know, it was like every Chromebook yeah. comes out, we want to get it and review it. And it, just it, like, that's yeah, not we, reality And like anymore. we've talked about this, like, you know, some of the folks that cover Android stuff, you know, like they don't, they, they just, there's no way you could cover every, every phone. Android phone no. that came out. Yeah, you know? there's, so there's going to come a time where we got to pick and choose. It's going to be that way. And we've always talked like there, there will be a time where we can't, review of everything and when that time comes we'll choose the ones we think are more consumer friendly we're going to choose the ones that we think people are going to enjoy that are going to want to buy um and so i think that time might be coming up right yep. now like we might finally be in that in that stage yeah, where and, and if we miss so it many. if there's a if there's a overwhelming you know request for a specific device that we haven't considered we'll look at it absolutely but, oh sure sure you know we're looking at this as consumers and as educators of what kind of things are they going to be looking for and what devices are going to be most important to them so because at the end of the day like, with these 11 octopus devices if acer makes one that's you know drop tested mil spec you know uh, stylus included convertible and then asus makes one that has all those same things guess what the educator is going to care about which one's cheaper, cheaper. at the time of purchase that's what it's going to come down to so us uh, spending a lot of time doing a review consumers are looking at it going i don't care i'm not going to buy either one of those interesting you know interesting point uh, because obviously school starts in the fall or summer fall uh, purchasing decisions purchases are made in the spring but mm -hmm. we actually and w we don't know as much of this as as we would like to but we got an email the other day and uh, from an educator um, asking about some specific devices and apparently right now is when the purchasing decisions are starting to be made so okay. that's helpful for us because i would have thought january right and they're saying right now they're already planning budgets right. formulating now, now what the purchases may not be made until the spring but right now they're already saying okay well, here's the money we're going to have where are we going to put it so right. that's that's very helpful yeah absolutely so uh lots of chromebooks coming uh, yeah. There's one particular Chromebook that, Robbie, I know you are very excited about. We're all excited about it. Who am I kidding? So, 
We now have a name. It's not yeah. the Pixelbook 2. Don't call it Pixelbook 2. Don't you call it Atlas. It's not Atlas. We still call it Atlas. It is. It it is. is. I it, still it call is. it Pixelbook <laughs> Eve. <laughs> In my yeah. head, it's still Eve. Yeah. That's still Nocturne over there. But, uh, but we've got some leaks, and it is officially, unofficially. Yeah. It's <laughs> somewhat officially the Pixelbook Go. Yeah. So October 15th at the Google event, we are fully expecting to see Atlas, a.k.a. Or Pixelbook Go, a.k.a. Atlas yes. that we've been tracking. Previously known as, formerly known as. Pixelbook 2. Yeah. Yeah. Formerly known as Atlas, so, and this but is this is this is huge because I mean, literally last week. I mean, we we talked about this a little bit in the podcast. I mean, it's like, man, we might show up at this event and and there's nothing, and we're like, cool, yeah, we're going to cover the home stuff or Nest stuff, and we're going to maybe talk about play the with the phone, yeah. right? Go and, and go home, go and head back to Kentucky, <laughs> go, get, go get some blue bottle. And, there was part of me uh, that back. that had gotten to that point, and I remember the day that it leaked last week, or was it this, earlier this week? Wasn't this it? week, yeah, that's um, this week. You know, I I remember making the point out loud. I wonder who's going to have the leak this year, like because uh, the Pixel Book leaked with Droid Life. Remember yeah. that? Like somebody caught a, 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 an advertisement that got out prior. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and and so everybody understood the it was Pixel Book. They had pricing. They had uh, you know pictures and all that stuff. And so last year, am I right in this? That was it, Kevin. That. Yeah, got the first ones. Wasn't he one, the on, one that dug up the? It was on Bridge's website. I think. Yeah, he dug up those retail images. Of the Bridge. The Bridge. He yeah. was the one that found those. I'm pretty sure. So that was our first little look at the at Nocturne, uh, at the at the Pixel Slate. slate. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, I was just wondering like what's like what's going to slip up this year? How's it going to happen? Because <laughs> Atlas has been out there for so long. It just kind of felt like. If it was going to leak, it would have leaked by now. Well, and we've we've had some leaks that were in uh, some of the repositories, yes. and we were like, "Is that even it?" And like, it yeah. doesn't look like it. And what are they doing? It doesn't look like a like, Pixel device. Yeah. It doesn't look like a Google. We, we thought Chromebook. maybe it was just like a chassis that they threw it in to test yeah. it. And yep. And so uh, this time it comes via just a source inside Google that leaked it to nine to five and basically spilled most mostly Pretty all the beans everything and said hey yeah. you know the the thing that you've been seeing in those yeah that that's it that's, it. that's the thing uh, so yeah we're looking at uh magnesium alloy chassis we're looking at 4K. which is which is a similar build material to uh yeah all the surface devices mm-hmm. so if you've ever handled a surface book or a surface uh, pro any of those which has been many or surface laptop um, all the metal feeling things on those are all magnesium alloy. I don't know exactly what's in that, but it's super light. It's really a firm Fingerprint alloy. resistant. Yeah, it, just, it feels great. It looks great on all their devices. So, like, that's that's pretty cool. I mean, that'll be a first for Chromebooks. We we get uh, plastic or aluminum, and so this is a, a different take on a, on a chassis material. Uh, 4K screen. Uh, so 13.3 inch 4k panel again we don't have a chromebook that has that uh but 16 by 9 so i'm a little bummed by that i wish they would at least done 16 by 10 um like macbooks do that um i understand three by two that's been in the pixel book the chromebook pixels and the pixel slate like it's odd a little odd for me to consider the fact that google's like hey we're now just gonna go go with a good old school 16 by 9 screen i don't hate 16 by 9 screens i just I feel like they they restrict you a little bit um, in a couple ways, and I think like Apple sees that, and 
you know, none of their, I think other than the very little mini uh, air that they used to make had a 16 by nine, a little tiny 16 by nine screen, but everything else is 16 by 10. So you get a little bit more vertical real estate uh, and still, still maintain a kind of widescreen uh, look, but uh, whatever, you know, that's what they're going with. I, 16 by nine has not bothered me in all these 14 inch devices at all. So we've got some of these 14 inch Chromebooks that have come out, the HP, the Dell, um, the, uh, all the new Asus's are all 16 by nine at 14 inches. And I've been perfectly content with it. It hasn't bothered me at all. I don't, I just haven't used a 13.3 inch device in forever. So I, who knows, but 4k. So when you cram all those pixels onto that size of screen, you get the highest DPI of any Chromebook that's ever been out. Uh, they're going to call it a molecular display. So, which is which is what they yeah. called the yeah. slate display it's as well. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's branding, but the slate screen's awesome. Oh, I it's, love it's it's so really much. pretty. Yeah. Um, I hope it's a, a tad brighter than the slate screen. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my hope. Uh, yeah, we were out taking some photos yesterday, and side. Well, I mean, it was bright sunlight. So. Bright, bright sun from the side. All, like I could, I I went back and looked at the photos. Like they, it was they were fine, but yeah, you could tell legible. it was it was you know. It but was, yeah, it struggles. I want to say the the it gets up to like three hundred fifty nits or something. So I'd love to see it. This this new one get back to the four or four four hundred fifty nits that the Pixel Book kind of measures into, um, so yeah that in general like that's a lot of the hardware stuff port selection I think they said it's going to still just be USB C on each side it's you know super portable so supposedly even lighter than the Pixel Book the Pixel Book which is light. insanely light uh, the Pixel Book I want to say is only like two point seven pounds here let's do let's do this let's ask the pixel book how much uh, it weighs via google assistant <laughs> yeah you don't ask oh man i was messing with my, my keys <laughs> <laughs> i changed my shortcut i was playing with the uh the shortcut uh on my keyboard and i i remapped the uh the uh, assistant button to caps lock <laughs> uh, pixel book Wait, yeah. I'm typing into the Google Assistant, so that's you know I'm still asking the Pixel Book. Yeah, it's at 2.4 pounds. So um, for reference, the MacBook, the little 12-inch MacBook, the little, little bitty thin tiny dude, is two pounds. And so if this thing gets down into that realm, this feels like what they're going after a mm-hmm. little bit to me mm-hmm. is that MacBook slash MacBook Air uh, space. And and they said you know prior that. At Cloud Next, they're, the next device they're making was going to be a laptop. It was going to be something that was for workers on so, the so go. This, and, this, go. and this isn't, it, Still it is weird. not convertible, right? No, this is a crank strange to me, though, because it... But it'll have a touchscreen. Because I immediately think of Android Go, which is... Affordable. Like dumbed it's, down affordable. Right. Yeah, so, that yeah. moniker is weird. I don't know why they use that here. Because uh, Google didn't think about that kind of stuff. No, that's fine. <laughs> I mean, Pixelbook Pro would have been kind of cool. It sounds nice. I just, this has been nagging me since we started talking about this. The magnesium alloy. The Samsung Pro is magnesium alloy. Oh, interesting. Is it really? Yes. So if you it's want. It's not aluminum? No, it is a magnesium alloy. I thought, I knew there was a device that it was at least partially huh. magnesium alloy. And the What part of it is? I'm guessing the bottom, but I remember them I know they've talking used about frames. The, they've done magnesium alloy frames inside of devices, inside of multiple Chromebooks. That's yeah. not a new thing, but as far as the entire outside being built of magnesium I'm, I'm, alloy. I'm, I will verify this, and we, we will talk about it again next week, but I am cool. almost sure part of the chassis of the Pro is because huh. I was thinking, because it's a softer metal than what you feel on like the C C three oh two or whatever. But that's interesting. Huh. Yeah, and, and, and again so, I may be completely wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I yeah, I'm excited to get it get hands on and see how see how it feels. But yeah, the 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 
the Go name is is a bit weird to me because this does not strike me as a budget device at all. It's, no. no, I don't think it's going to be. It's probably not going to be. Go, it's go not going to be priced that way either. Like I, I, don't I would think. doubt it. But everybody has speculated about the price. No, there's no. The price did not leak along with this, so the source didn't give any pricing validation here. But I mean, think about adding these things up. So you have a really nice, pricey 4K panel that you're going to put screen. in this thing. Yeah, it's a touch screen. Um, you're building the entire thing out of magnesium alloy. As, as nice of a metal it is, it, it's not something that's there for you know, uh, keep the price down. Yeah, it's not like it's, a, it's not like aluminum. No, it just it makes things lighter. Um, and then you add in what's likely going to be the Pixelbook's keyframe, probably. So you're going to have a keyboard that probably feels similar to the Pixelbook, maybe a little tweaked, but in general, it's going to be a nice keyboard. They're probably going to put a glass trackpad on it. You know, um, we didn't talk about the speakers. They they did say oh, yeah, the speakers are supposed to be front mm-hmm. firing and stereo. I've looked at some of the it's leaks. Like front firing and stereo. Yeah, and I don't see say. anything on the screen that would make them that kind of front firing. So my guess is they're somewhere on the deck. Upward firing would Mm -hmm. probably be more accurate uh, unless they've snuck them in that panel somewhere and you just can't see them in those leaks. I don't know. Uh, But yeah, much louder and blah, blah, blah. But if if they're even just the pixel slate speakers put into this, you know, that's a win because the pixel slate speakers are awesome. The slate speakers are so good. uh, And the the pixel book speakers are so bad. Are so bad. (laughs) It's just like kind of muffled. Don't do that. (laughs) <laughs> and they're under the keyboard in the, in the Pixel Book. Yeah. It's yeah, they're not good. Yeah, um, and it doesn't take much to make good right. sounding speakers on a laptop or make them better sounding. Like MacBooks, I mean, they're have, tucked, you know, they're Macs tucked, have they're tucked away in the slate and they sound great. So yeah, yeah just do something like that. But yeah, yeah so, so I mean, good speakers. You start like adding you start, all yeah. of those pieces mm-hmm. together. Um, the only thing that that redeems the the Pixel Book Go is from a price standpoint in my mind is the fact that everything we've seen up to this point says. This is going to be eighth gen processors. Okay. Now they might have U series processors in them. We've saw those Geekbench for Atlas leak out a, a month and a half ago, and they were being tested with i five and i seven right. U series. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were like, oh, well, they, if that's a Pixelbook two, how are they going to do that? You know, in the same Pixelbook chassis, we can't put you know fanned processors in. If the if these are going to aim themselves a little bit at the workforce, I could definitely see them doing. I five and I seven right, do a base. And maybe y. they'll do an I three yeah. um, instead of the M three. Yeah, but they true. might do a base Y. I mean, who knows uh, exactly with this? And so, a couple different things could happen there. That drives the price up a little bit. But these are still eighth gen processors in a market that now is shipping tenth gen right. Intel chips. So, you know, I, that has to drive the price down a little bit. You know, not a ton maybe, but. I don't know. From a marketing standpoint, when I when I think of Google standing on stage and being like, "This is our new baby. Let's look at how awesome this thing is." Oh, by the way, it's got two year old processors in it, and it's Here, fifteen hundred. How much it is, you know? Right. Like, I I feel like they would have to come down off that a little bit. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I just don't know. And it's a hard sell. Like we know it as Chromebook users. Like these eighth gen chips, kill it. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I, there's there's zero part of me that's like, man, I can't wait till the tenth gen Intel chips come out so do this so we can be yeah. it can go so fast. Like, yeah, consumers are dropping fourteen hundred dollars on iPhones. They yeah. they don't care. They want the latest and the greatest, yeah. and they're going to see that. Yep. And so when they look at it and go, oh, that's expensive, and it's got old hardware in it. Uh, I don't care how nice the screen is. I don't care how good the speakers are. I don't care how good the keyframe is. I don't care how good the build quality. Is. I don't care about any of that stuff. You put an old processor in it. You know, and it, it it would be the equivalent of Apple showing up with the iPhone 11 Pro Max 
And it has the A11 in it. <laughs> well, we're going to go back to the A10 here. Yeah. Or A11, yeah, because yeah, we did yeah. A13. So we're going, we're going to step back from the A12 that was so good in the, the previous version. We're, we're going to step it back, go to the A11. Yeah. But it's, we're going to charge you the same amount of money. It's yeah. fine. It works fine, guys. It's fine. Does that Would that float? Right. No way. I mean, they would. They, it's so much backlash. And I get it. Google's not Apple. I get it. Whatever this Chromebook's going to look like, do, perform as it... It won't be under the same scrutiny as an Apple product. You know, I get all of those things. But if it doesn't, if Apple can't float that kind of thing, I don't think Google should be allowed to either. Right. And so if the price doesn't come down because of this, I think Google is stepping into another mess because there are too many good Chromebooks well, coming you out know, alongside and, of it this year. That and are, you know they're that, too good. Yeah. Like the 433, for instance, that thing looks awesome. And Unless that's the there's thing, something that, screwed up yeah. with it that I don't know about, like, and you're going to launch this next to that, and it's going to come out at five or six hundred bucks, and you're going to charge nine hundred dollars. Yeah. And they may you they can. may push this towards enterprise, but based on the color rumors, this is going to be a consumer so. facing yeah. device. I mean, I'm not going to go to Joe Corporation and say, "Here, buy this not pink, yeah, so, so yeah, computer that's for your execs that are walking around multiple and, colorways this yeah, time." So, so uh, not was it not quite black or? What is their black color? It's Google's black. Just color. black. Just, just black. black. So yeah. just black, but not quite pink, which yeah. was the sand color from the phone last year. Um, are the two like confirmed leak colors? Yeah. That's so a, we could that's see a best color. buy consumer yeah. I mean, storefront. Yeah, yeah color. no no enterprise employees would be like, Yeah, give me the pink one. <laughs> I mean, yeah, some yeah. might, but no, yeah, not yeah, yeah. many. Yeah. Let's be honest. Like the, the guy, guy buying them is probably not going to no say, way. "Give me that." One. So imagine an older guy that's buying a fleet of Chromebooks for his enterprise. Give me the pink ones. He chooses pink ones and goes delivers these new Chromebooks to the, all these workers in suits and ties. You know, and like it's, it would just be weird. You know, there there are a handful, I'm sure, of of workplaces, the enterprise level workplaces, where people can dress however they want and get away with it. That are a little more cutting edge and. Uh, men and women can wear lots of colors, but in general, when you think corporate whether it's a man or a woman, mm-hmm. black, you're thinking gray. black, gray, you know, yeah. muted tones, professional, you know. The last thing you want to do is walk into a client's meeting and flop out this, like, pink-looking Chromebook. Yeah. Regardless it's of, consumer. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. A so consumer it, it feels device. like it's definitely consumer and, and playful in that way, and I love that. I think that's great. Um, I just... It doesn't. It doesn't scream enterprise or professional. Yeah. Here's here's one. Here's my thing. Like, so you're going to release this device, and it's going to have this older processor. The last Chromebook that Google we put think, out. We think it will. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. I, I'm again, just. We're all speculating here. Right. This is all speculative. Um, the last Chromebook that you put out, reviewers basically just squashed it. I think some people have come around a little bit on the slate. Like people like the slate, you know, a little bit, but in general. It did not get reviewed well, right? It was not great. Like people didn't. Most like no. tech reviewers were were like, no. "Yeah, this is not this no. is not a win." Google, so so you already have that kind of backlash in the tech space. So then you're going to potentially put out this device that has an older processor in it, and in this potentially higher price tag. If it's a Google made device, it might have this right. kind of higher price tag. That's just ammunition for for these tech bloggers and tech reviewers. Who are gonna say? I I know it. Everybody loves. I mean, it's it's a it's a reviewer's job to to critique things. But I'm just thinking like that's just clear ammunition for for someone to say, oh well, Google put out this new Chromebook, but it's got this old processor in it, so it's gonna suck. Right. <laughs> you know. 
I mean, yeah, uh, it's it seems like an easy target. Yeah, that's I'm, I'm just again if they adjust the pricing, we have right. no no real info on pricing. So what that, we know that of could counteract it. Yeah, yeah. So, but we've got four generations of Google made Chromebooks that are not cheap uh, when they launch. I mean, eventually they get cheap. So, <laughs> so if, you're, if you're if you're just gonna if you're gonna if you're gonna put together a device and you can you can say whatever processor it's gonna have in it that you want. What what's the price tag for the entry model? Just purely guessing here. If it's an eighth gen, yeah, processor. Mm-hmm. Well, if that's yeah, if you want to say eighth gen, what but would the if, price be? Ooh, let's do this. What's an eighth gen price? And then if they were to put in a newer in chip, tenth. what would it be? If it launched with an eighth gen and it was the Core i three, so, so you, the same Core i three mm-hmm. that's in Dell's mm-hmm. and HP's and all these Chromebooks out right now that I have no issue with. It does require a fan, but I mean, just in general, like it just kills it. I mean, performance wise, they just kill it. Core i three, eight gigs. Uh, did they say there's going to be a base 64? I think there's a base 64 think so. yes. in the leak, I yeah. think. Um, yes. So let's just go with that. Yeah. Let's go i3, 8 gig, 64 internal, and then all and the other all the bells build. and whistles we just yep. talked about. I would like to see that device um, at a $599 yeah. price point. I mean, I, that's, I think that's, what that's I was realistic say. Uh, in the market yeah. because there are other Chromebooks with all of those things minus the 4K screen. And you can argue keyframe, but let's let's talk Asus C three four thirty four. If you get the eight gig version, it it gets up over six hundred dollars, but it jumps on sale a lot for five hundred and sixty bucks. And you're getting an all aluminum uh, build. You're not getting a glass trackpad, but you're getting a great keyframe one that I think I like now better than the Pixelbooks. Um, I enjoy typing on it a lot. Um, you're getting a good screen, probably not as good as what. So you know the 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 Pixelbook Go would give you a better screen, probably, and a better trackpad. Um, not sure on the speakers yet. Yeah. The Asus has really good speakers on it, but the Asus has a convertible form factor, so you can flip mm-hmm. it around. The Asus has a 14-inch screen versus the 13, and with the tiny little bezels, kind of gives you a 13-inch package. Feel. So, pretty on par here. Um, you know, unless the screen is just absolutely just knockout on the Pixelbook Go. Like if it's just like, holy crap, this is. Best screen of ever seen. Looking yeah. screen, like super duper bright and just r- ridiculous colors. If if the Pixelbook Go delivers on that, I could see it going to six ninety nine as a start. Then still being at that uh, an aggressive price. Yeah, I think six ninety nine is the the ceiling that they can go with a Core i three with the current market. And remembering that there are all the hatch devices coming out in the next few months <laughs> that are going to be yeah. that's that's why on I asked the question with this thing that's, that's why so, I asked the question it's going to be launched in the midst of so many other yeah. amazing devices yeah. here's what matters though what's it going to be because i i'm saying 599 is what it should be whether yeah. if it's i3 if it's a m or a y series and it's specced out really well 599 still yeah i mean still respectable as long as it's got the storage whatever but I bet the starting price is going to be seven ninety nine. Yeah, for the betting high, both of you a cup of coffee. I would I would say six six ninety nine. Seven ninety nine will be the base price yeah. for the okay. Pixelbook. So so, so 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 if they if they surprise us and they slap in a new processor tenth gen, what what's the price tag starting out? I think nine ninety nine. I think I think it's nine. I think it should stay at seven or eight ninety nine. I would say eight ninety nine or something. What what's the Pixelbook? What did it launch at? Thousand dollars. Yep. And the slate the, the slate launched the same i five slate launched at a thousand dollars as well without the keyboard. Right. So it was technically twelve hundred dollars if you really wanted to use the thing. 
Um, so the Core M3 one was 800 and a slap on a $200 keyboard. You basically got the same type of device as the Pixelbook for the same price with a lesser processor in it, in the slate. Mm-hmm. Like that's what aggravated people so much about that pricing structure. It was $1,000 to get in the door. That's, let's just act like the Celeron one didn't exist. Because it Because it, it basically didn't. <laughs> let's, let's pretend that wasn't a thing. So if we do that, then the Core M3 with the things you needed to make it a Chromebook was the same price as the Core i5 Pixelbook when it launched. And at the time of release, I think those were priced still the same. They weren't, we weren't seeing all the crazy sales. And so I think that's what rubbed a lot of people wrong with the Pixel Slate. And I don't know. I don't know that Google has learned its lesson or not. Um, they've reduced the price of the slate a lot many times. I mean, it's on sale ridiculously right now. Yeah. yeah. $450 um, off or yeah. something insane. And, and part of that's just because they know it's a flop and they're probably trying to move inventory, which is fine. But, but you know, man, can I just say at that price, oh, like if you even want to try it, like, yeah. please, I use this thing daily. Like just, it, it, just go try it. Like, yeah, at this price, if you buy it, it's worth it's like, definitely worth it. Yeah, yeah it's it's and it, Google's doing the bridge keyboard too as well, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. And so, so I mean, it, it becomes way more forgivable at that price. The problem is when you're asking that kind of money, the big money for a device, it needs to deliver. Yeah. Uh, and and I think the Pixelbook on most fronts did, and even though people were a little shocked by it and like, well, right at first, for a Chromebook, yeah, right at first, everybody as they, as everybody they got, got on board, it, they were like, huh, man, I like this thing, you know, and it it kind of won people's approval. And I think they have the chance to do something similar to that with, with, this, with the, the Pixelbook Go. I, I really do think that they can do that. I just think they need to be a slight bit more aggressive with their pricing. They sure. don't have to get down and fight with everybody else. Like, I get that. I understand they're not going to get this thing down into the $500 category and fight with everybody. It's still going to be, assuming the screen, speakers, keyframe, build quality, like, assuming all those things are still Google level, it's still going to be premium. This is still going to define the premium end of, of Chrome OS. And so even, even though I think they should sell it for $599 or $699 with a better processor, I, I'm not betting Gabe the cup of coffee because I'm not going to lose <laughs> my coffee. I'm not taking that bet. Because he's probably right. Because he's What right. was your price tag? What did you say? $799. Yeah. Like minimum. Entry. I think, yeah. yeah. I3, M3, whichever that is. Yeah. I, I believe because they can, they can kind of come back and say, yeah, we are using 8th gen processors, but it's plenty for Chrome OS, and they're not that much cheaper anyway. Right. Because I, I guarantee you, an 8th true. gen uh, Intel i3, we, heck, we could probably look it up um, here in a second when somebody else is talking, I will. But, <laughs> um, you know, I, I guarantee it, the price difference, like if you buy the processor, isn't that much. It's about, I think, between the KB Lake and the 10th gen i think you're about 30 to 40 dollars yes i mean it's like 170 to 209 i think is the difference last time i looked because yeah. i remember and, and, randomly and, weird things and chrome doesn't require the, the the processing power right so if if they can throw the throw the older older chip in there yeah, why, I mean, why not I'd, I'd right i mean use the i5 u series on the daily and it has never once struggled to do anything that we do so so, uh, well, Robbie's going to pull that up real quick. Let's 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 check pricing here. I, I think uh, I think w- we know a lot now. Obviously, with these with these uh, this recent round of leaks, and if you want to read all the details, go check it out. Uh, Chromeunbox.com. You can just search Go. Um, 
And uh, yeah, I mean, we know we know a lot of the we know a lot of the specs, um, but the pricing is the question mark here. And in, in, in how how Google prices this thing um, it is gonna I, I, I don't know I I don't want to say make or break it I don't want to say that but but it, it, you're coming back from the slate. And I want Google to just crush it. Like I want them to just put this thing out, yeah. and everyone's like, "Yeah, this is amazing." Yep. I don't. I don't know. I. I mean, obviously, that's what I want, but I don't know that that, that will be the case. But pricing is going to be a big deal on this one. It will. Um, and how they position it in the market, and all of those things are going to matter a lot for the Pixelbook Go. Because and- because we we have to remember when this when the Pixelbook came out, it kind of set the bar. Like it set the stage. And then, like, we started seeing all these other devices coming after it. Like, now, you've got so many great devices. The the C434 uh, that you just mentioned. Like, yep. you've got these amazing Chromebooks out there now. And so, now, Google's coming into the market with a new device when there's, you know, stiff competition. Yeah, and it's interesting. It's a, it's a different... This feels like a different play for Google. Um, it almost has to be. Because every other time, it felt like they're... Um, having to be the trendsetter right like google's yes. going like oh come on guys and it's what they did with the nexus line all the time they didn't sell that well uh even honestly the pixels until the 3a came out didn't sell well but they used they used these devices like the pixel less so i think than the nexus line the nexus line was absolutely there to show developers what was possible yeah. hey look this is what you can do go build things go try like this. this try something like this and it feels like even with the Pixel line of phones, they've kind of done that, but not necessarily. They haven't pushed the borders um, because the Android phone market is so mature at this point. Like, there's so many people making phones. I mean, my gosh, and it's really, impossible really, to keep really up. good ones. Yeah, I mean, look, <laughs> at, look at Samsung's line. Look at what OnePlus is doing as we're recording this, actually. Like, yeah. OnePlus is launching the 7T. I don't even know what it's going to do or what it's going to be priced at, but they're launching it right now. It's probably going to um, be dope. But, you know, as a company, like, they've come into their own. You've got companies like Oppo and, and Xiaomi and uh, uh, Huawei, and they're, they're making great hardware without Google having to prod them anymore. Like, they've figured it out, and they're surpassing Google in so many ways. Like, there are so many things um, that other phones do better than Google's own phone. Um, I think, like, what the Pixel's done with photography has borne this out as well. Like, you, how much focus is there on photography now all of a sudden even apple has kind of succumbed to this a little bit because of what google has done like the iphone 11 half of that keynote was about photography yeah because they need to make it better and everyone's because, comparing it to the right to and, the pixel and and they know that and they they've done a good job of kind of do, being that bar setter well look at our not, night mode now yeah and and, <laughs> and and google it doesn't seem to waste a lot of time like losing sleep over not selling phones it's because it's not core to their they don't need that money to make their business work you know it's just like this is a thing we do the chromebook space has felt the same uh more like the nexus line uh, whereas the 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 pics of the first chromebook pixel came out and people were like what in the world oh, yeah. are these people thinking <laughs> like they are were they like out of their damn minds <laughs> they were like what Four Chromebooks at that point in time, yeah. maybe total. So we're just going to make this thing. So here's this one that cost, I want to say it cost like 1500 yeah, when it, it launched. Yeah, 1540 People were just like, who like in God's name is going to buy this? And the point was, not many people. You know, some people will, but it was a it was a showcase device of like, look what could be done. Look what could be. Well, look where we are now. You know, we, we see devices. And in some ways, the, the 2013 and 15 Pixel 
still stand on their own. Like they're mm-hmm. still unique and they're still better than other devices at certain things. And so I think they did the same thing with the pixel book. It was Android apps were new, you know, that had just started convertible Chromebooks were pretty new oh, yeah. at the time. And the idea of having a pen, pen support with a, like all of those things were new pixel book launched and you know, it fluttered and sputtered on a handful of those things. Um, but as far as nailing the convertible form factor, it did a good job as far as handling Android apps as good as they were at that time. It did as good as it could, but it was also a great Chromebook at the same time. The Pixel Slate launched, and what they wanted to do was say, hey, we're we're really pushing. We want to get people on board with making uh, Android or uh, uh, Android Chrome OS laptops or tablets mm-hmm. um, and make Chrome OS ones instead. So mm-hmm. we, want, we want to take those people that are thinking about making Android tablets and make Chrome OS tablets instead that still do all the Android-y things and still pop into a keyboard and give you a Chrome OS experience. And like, here's the Slate, and th- it's going to do that thing. And for a number of reasons that we've talked about endlessly, it wasn't ready for that, um, but it was close. And what I would argue at this point now, it probably is the device now that they wanted it to be in October last year. Agreed. It, it really is actually pretty fun to use. Now Um, we, we can talk at length about whether having a tablet that large is even reasonable at all. I I don't think it is. Some people do. Um, But that's not the slate's fault. Like that's just a form factor issue that we're like, eh, I don't think that's good. Like to me, when convertibles first came out, I was like, who wants that? Well, and it's like, you don't know until you don't, until you try it. Right. Like, it has to be yeah. out. It has to, yeah. to weigh itself in the market. Well, and, and, and they can, and we've talked about this before, like you can test things in a lab and you can do case studies and say, oh, this right. is what people want. But until you put it out there, we, talk, we talked about it with the grip, or the, the palm oh, yeah, rest the palm on, rest the, on the, Oh, yeah. We were like, somebody in a lab was like, this, this is, is the, awesome. This is yeah, the best thing feels. ever. And it's feet. Yeah. Oh, man, it's great. And they and made, made a point yellow. to talk yeah. about, yeah, they made yeah. a point to talk about and how stain resistant it is. And that's been one of the biggest gripes. Yeah, and so like the slate, you know, they they probably tested it it was like form factor is perfect. This is the right size, and then right. you get it out in the you get it out in the real world, and you use it, and you're like, oh, I don't yeah, know about this. It's just too big, yeah. you know. And I would say that of the the big fat iPad Pro, big one. Like, I, is anybody really using that as a? I'm not going to go into this rant again, but but a fold, but a fold. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, but people people drop them into tablets. They're trying yeah. to make or into keyboards. They're trying to make it into their one computer. Yeah, yeah, yada yada yada. It goes on and on. Because nobody's really using it as a tablet because a tablet that large is comical for most right. things. Every once in a while, it might work as a tablet. But mm-hmm. in general, the yeah. big, huge tablets aren't, aren't right. a great thing. And so that's not the slate's fault. That's just, just like a hey, market we, development yeah, thing. Yeah, like we're trying to figure it out. out. Like I said, like when convertibles, I remember when the first Lenovo Yoga Windows laptop came out. I remember the commercials. Oh, I remember yeah. like that ninja lady on, uh-huh. her, on her uh, motorcycle. And I remember thinking like, why would I even want to do that stuff with my big Lap- laptop? laptop? That's weird. But now we've gotten to the point where it's it is matured enough that it's one of the knocks I kind of have against the Pixelbook Go. Like, why not make it a convertible? I understand it causes you to have to make some compromises, probably from a hardware perspective. But I rarely ever use my Pixelbook outside of clamshell. I get that, but I like the idea that I can when I want to, and I don't feel like. It's it's not a worse clamshell device because it's convertible. Right. It just has an additional thing that it can do. Right. Like they've convertible hinges have gotten so good at at doing their job of of being good at, you know, being a clamshell, but also if you need to flip it around for that random use case scenario. Because the the Pixelbook Go also loses the Pixelbook pen support because obviously no one's gonna write on a 
and maybe maybe that source is wrong and they're going to still have it but if you if you've ever tried to write on a screen that's not in standing up yeah. it's it's awkward and it's not worth using uh, so maybe it, it is going to go away for that. And so that, those couple things are a little uh, odd things, I think, that, that the Pixelbook Go is launching into. And so it, it's confusing in yeah. that way because... Like how are they going to position this right, thing? Right, because it's always been about pushing it forward. It's always been about, let's do this, the market responds. Because, and I said this in my Pixelbook, uh, our Pixel Slate review, even though we're still looking at it and going, yeah, how many Chromebook tablets are there? You know, it's not, the Pixelbook didn't do its job. Where are all the tablets? Well, guess what? They're coming. All the ARM ones, all the Snapdragon tablets. Uh, we're going to see MediaTek tablets. I'm not saying we're going to have 100 tablets, but I bet by the end of the year we have mm, six to eight, yeah. maybe 10 yeah. different tablet detachable type options. Um, and that's without people like HP going to making a new um, you know, version of like the X2, for instance, you know, like there are ones clearly we don't even know are being worked on that, that are being worked on. And so my point is like the slate will probably have done its job too. As much as of a consumer failure, it might've been like, it will have done its job. It, it spurred people to go, huh? Yeah. And, and Google has completely like fixed all the tablet transition stuff and they keep working on it. But like it has gotten so much better since this time last year. Yeah. It is, it's a great experience using the tablet mode on Chrome OS. I mean, they even have it trademarked or patented or whatever now. And so yeah. you know, their transition between desktop and, and tablet, it's so fast and fluid and multitasking works so well now. And it's just come a long way. So what is Google? Is Google trying to push anything forward now? Or is this now just about like, hey, we've, Good, solid we've got Chromebook. The, yeah, it's it's moving around now. So now we're going to go we're more to the Pixel phone. We're just going to live in the market. Yeah. yeah, the Pixel phone line just kind of chills out. Now, Project Soli is a new thing that they're going to put on the Pixel 4. But other than that, Pixel 4 is kind of playing catch up. Face ID, I mean, Apple's been on that for a while. So that's not new. Um, you know, 90 hertz screen, OnePlus launched that months ago. That's not new. Um, Razer phone had it. A year ago yeah mm -hmm. so it's not doing anything like wow, let's push the push the barriers here it's like they're really trying to refine and make a great experience and just be a part of the market is that what the pixel and, go is going to be and and if for the general consumer who doesn't care about all the bells and whistles that just wants a really solid yeah, phone just that just works yeah is that more of a win for google in the long run because now they're going to sell devices as and actually a become company. a hardware company yes. exactly. a hardware company and, yes yeah and who that knows because it is google it is google maybe this is their hey this is the pixel book go you know whatever whatever Three months from now, six months, and they have huge president CES, you know, IO. Maybe we see a 10th gen Pixel Book 2 in six yeah, months, exactly. and Google starts yeah. doing a more than once a year hardware release. I mean, they've got products dropping throughout the year. What's to say they don't have? Yeah. I mean, one of these hatch devices, we haven't seen evidence of it, but one of them could be Google. Who knows? Yeah. And I mean, just like with the their home products, the Nest stuff, the Nest Max came out in September. Yep. It did its thing, you know, yep. the Pixel 3a and 3, they did a little press event, not even a press event, like a, a press release yeah. and plop those out, you know, did like wonders for them too. Yeah. Good and so, I mean, I, I don't think a, a new Chromebook release needs a big invite all the press in and have yeah. a thing and feed them and like, you don't need all that stuff. They Just can. put out a presser, put it on the <laughs> keynote and say, Hey, hey look, we'll, we'll show up if you want to invite us. food. <laughs> yeah. 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 We'll come food and coffee. Let's go. Um, but you know, I've said it a million times, like a few little tweaks to the pixel book 
and this it's, thing would just be a yeah. monster. Yep. I yeah. mean, yeah. it's such a great device already. Like it just wouldn't take much for them to put out a Pixelbook two, a proper Pixelbook two. And so, I, I agree. I mean, I I think we could see a mid year something or another where they just upgrade the mm-hmm. the Pixelbook Gen, Gen Y series. Get rid of those palm rests. Yep. Replace yeah. those just, you know, just with the aluminum. Mm-hmm. It's so okay. We it's, can, our hands can touch aluminum. Yeah. And matter of fact, I notice most times my palms don't barely touch it. Yeah. No. Um, right. Proper, and, proper typing form. Your, yeah. your palms should not be resting. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, you know, stretch the screen out a little bit. Let's get those bezels yeah. under control. And then that's it. You don't need to change anything that's else. That's it. Yeah. You know? um, it's Google season. This yeah. is fun. Yeah, we obviously are passionate about this, and we're excited. And it's fun that we've got a leak, and we know that there's going to be a device. I mean, like, yeah, like we said, nice. like we said early on, it was like, man, we might show up to this event. And there's nothing. They're like, ah, Atlas didn't really pan out. Sorry, yeah. you know. So, so we know, we know, we know some details, but there's still some question marks. So, if you want to be along for the ride, make sure to follow us online on social media at Chrome Unboxed uh, on the website ChromeUnboxed.com. We're going to be talking about all this stuff. In addition, I mean, we're, we're you know, this is this is just the the Chromebook that's going to show up. And obviously we're most excited about that, but we've got a brand new phone coming, the Pixel 4, um, most leaked yep. phone ever. Yeah. That's what I'm calling it. Uh, we've got a Nest Mini, um, which Google has rebranded all of their home products to Nest Now. Um, after they bought Nest a long time ago, they just now decided to yeah. roll this out for some okay. reason and change all of their branding. So we've got a Nest Mini, which is uh, basically like the little uh, puck, hockey puck uh, uh, home speaker. Yep. Um, it's got some cool new features, uh, hopefully better speakers, auxiliary port, wall mount for some reason. Yeah. Uh, and the aux port. Screw divot in the back. Yeah. 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 The aux, aux port and the better speaker. That's going to be it. That's all I've ever needed, yeah. honestly. Yeah. Seriously. And then that's, we've got, that's what I'm around yeah, for. Yeah, exactly. And then we've got uh, Nest Wi-Fi coming out uh, and potentially having uh, your... Minis your, that are... Your, I'm excited about this. Your little, your little hubs around the house yeah, beacons, are now... Beacons, assist, yeah. Okay, they're calling beacons. them beacons. That's right. Well, that's what EO... Yeah. Eero. 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 Yeah, I'm so confused. Eero calls them. But yes... I'm excited. I think that'll be cool. cool. That'll be a cool... I think they'll just... Yeah. It's cool to see them as they've rebranded everything to Nest. Like, it's cool to see them update a couple of these products. So, yeah. um, So, yeah. Lots of cool stuff coming. And uh, we'll know more on October 15th when we are in New York City for for the event. So, uh, gosh, less... A uh, little, uh, little over what twenty days, day, twenty so just days, under yeah. three weeks. So, uh, so yeah, stay tuned. Um, I think Gabe's working on a maybe a little giveaway that we're going to be doing leading up into uh, into the. I am. Wait, wait, are we talking about this? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, make sure good. stay tuned. Chromebox.com. We might be doing a little giveaway. Uh, so okay, well, I know we've talked a, a lot about the Pixelbook <laughs> Go, but we are excited about it. But we're going to take a real quick break, and we've got a couple little things we're going to talk about when we come back. So stay tuned. This podcast is brought to you by NordVPN. We recommend the service and we use NordVPN because they keep your browsing secure and private on any device. Whether you're using a Chromebook, an Android device, a Mac, an iPhone, or a Windows device, NordVPN is going to protect your browsing. They also have 24-7 customer support in case you ever have any issues, and they offer a risk-free 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you want to learn more and maybe give it a try, head over to chromeunbox.com forward slash Nord. N-O-R-D. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Um, so, in addition to the Pixelbook Go, there there are some other devices. We talked about this right up front. You know, we're like, yeah, Pixelbook Go is coming, but there's all these other devices, and there's all these things we talked about. One of which 
is the 433. Uh, and, and we kind of mentioned it throughout that first part of the, the podcast here. Um, but it's worth, it's worth its own little section here because this is an update kind of to a device. I mean, it is sort an update. Of, it's sort weird. of, kind of. Yeah. yeah. Super confusing uh, so the, move the by four, Asus, honestly. The 434, uh, which we've, we talked about. Uh, um, I mean, we've unboxed I, and I, reviewed I, and all that stuff. Yeah, that. I mean, we saw it in Vegas. Yeah. So yeah, it made, yes. yeah, it made its debut there, and then it launched in, like, March yeah. or May or... Yeah, so, yeah. I don't know. felt like if somewhere in so. there. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, we did videos. We've reviewed it. It's been... You know, peer reviewed. People love this thing. Uh, we've seen build quality issues yeah. from a handful of people haven't, on Amazon. Haven't seen any specifics, but some comments about build quality. Like, yeah, we've had two or three of them in the office, different different ones, yeah. and never had any issues with them. But not long enough for it to break down or anything. Yeah, no. But no. Um, so yeah, I don't. I don't know if that's a, an ongoing thing, and maybe that's part of the reason they're bringing the 433 out is that right. they're going to kind of slowly transition if that was the case that would actually make sense it would right make more because, sense than what we understand yeah right because now. when the 434 <laughs> was first announced it was announced with the m3 m5 or m3, m3 i5 i7 y series that never happened the i7 never happened no we get an email one time like i think over in ireland maybe i5 showed up in like yeah. amazon or something so but now we have this 433 which is offering i5 i7 you know 128 and 16 all that stuff and it and has, looks a little more like the c302 which yeah, personally kind of rounded edges feels, or not rounded squared, yeah, off, squared edges. off edges i feels more premium to me i love the 434 when we first saw it in vegas i was like oh yeah this is my device i'm buying this whatever but the 433 i think that's where it's at all right if they offer the i5 or the i7 yeah and yeah. some of the some uh, tech outlets are kind of they've taken the um pricing that that so asus announced it said here it is here's the official press release on this device there's a landing page now for it, it. looks but at the time it looks very similar uh, to the 434 landing page. yeah we'll get to that in a second <laughs> um but at the time when they put the presser out they said it'll start at 499 pounds um which a lot of people interpreted that it's going to be $499. Well, we don't really know that. So people are like, well, it's a, it's a slightly cheaper 434. Well, we don't, we don't really know that because if we do conversion rates, $620. Right. And I know yeah. it doesn't always work that way, but so, and it's not that much cheaper, even if it was 500, even if it started the, the, the M3 four gig 64 started at $500. Well, the MSRP of the C434 is, Five hundred and sixty-nine dollars. Sixty-nine bucks. Yeah. <laughs> so it's saving you seventy dollars. So let's not act like this is some drastically cheaper version. Right. It's um, still and for what same we dimensions. Still all, all aluminum. Every, yeah. Back probably going to be the same screen. Let's be honest. Now we have seen some people say that somewhere, and I, I don't know where they saw this, but like it only covers forty-seven percent of the gamut or something. So it's going to be an inferior screen. So if it's an, an inferior screen, possibly, um, uh, just a less good screen, um, maybe they drop the price a, a little, little bit. It still becomes really interesting. Like I don't, I don't fully understand it. Um, much in the same way I didn't understand the 425. The 425 is objectively a cheaper looking device. Right. I mean, it's most mostly plastic. Plastic. It's it's got a far inferior screen in my opinion. Less less brightness. The colors aren't quite as vibrant. It's not touch. 
Um, but so when I mean, you can grab it for three ninety nine, right, if you can, it, that that price gap helps, right? Um, when we're talking because it's eight, it, it comes only in an M three eight gig. So when we compare the M three eight gig four thirty four to it, that MSRP's for what six forty six fifty whatever something, something yeah. Then okay, two hundred fifty dollar price gap. Are those? And we talked about this in the review. Are those? prices like is that worth am i like cool i don't i don't need a touch screen and yeah I'm, you know plastic's fine looking and it doesn't feel bad or anything it's just like you know it's plastic um if those are trade-offs that are worth it great you know save yourself 250 dollars and go buy yeah, it. yeah you want a good clamshell device that's got top end specs this yeah. is it go grab that's that 400 dollars. and so. so like that one makes sense to me if this 433 shows up basically the exact same if and again, I'm assuming that the screen because I don't, I didn't do enough research maybe on the 433 or 434 screen, uh, but like I said, I've seen some stuff alluding that it might be uh, a, a less good screen. Um, but if it's not that far off, like it becomes really questionable. Like, why would you launch two products that are so similar at such nearly similar price brackets? Like, I unless you're going to get rid of the 434 eventually. Like they can't figure out how to fix the production issues. Uh, that's my and guess. Slowly but surely, just quietly, it's going to just stop being available. It wouldn't be that odd. I mean, Google did it for crying out loud with the slate. The Celeron went out of stock magically and just never came back. You know, like they didn't have to announce it. They didn't have to explain themselves to anybody that just did it. It was, and then it wasn't. Right. And Asus <laughs> could do the same thing. 433 sure. starts shipping. We have a, a, a firm release date that was confirmed of mid-October. Uh, in the U.S., so there was question marks around U.S. availability. Those have been answered, and mid-October it's going to be launching in the U.S. as well. So it could show up, and if they feel like they've figured out build quality issues, then it shows up and it starts selling, and then just quietly over the next few months, the C434 stops selling. It's you know, out of stock, and yeah, you know, I, it's it's a weird launch. No matter no matter which way you slice it, even if that's what they're going to do, that's still weird. Well, it's, in the in the, landing, in the in the landing pages, so oh, yeah. it has they're, a, they're literally copied. They swapped some photos out, so they didn't screw up and put one in in place of the other. But you can go to crowunbox.com and just search uh, Asus landing page, and you'll you'll find the article. But they're they're basically carbon copies. Like the copy it itself added, is it actually the same. It added one little section at the bottom, right? Yeah, so meet uh, the family. <laughs> and so yeah. they and so that kind of throws a little water on the theory that it's going to replace the 434 because now they've got a section there that says meet the family and it's got the 425, 433, and 434 there that you can click between. So it's like... What are you doing, what? Asus? What, what, what is this? Uh, yeah, I what don't... Until we get it in... And get our hands on it and really can put it through some paces and know, yeah. okay, this is where this slots. It's not as nice as the 434 or it's better than the 434. Like, because I, I don't know. It's Specs can only tell you so much. And at this okay. point, it, I just don't, okay, don't so, know. Okay, so. You're looking up the yeah, screen thing. Here it is. Here it is. Clear as day. The 433 is 45% NTSC. The 434 says near 100% color gamut. Oh, okay. So Whoa. it's an inferior screen. Yeah. Color wise, so, so I, gosh, the screen on the the four thirty four is so good. Yeah, Some of those photos nice. we got of that device when we yeah. reviewed it were just my favorites. Like, some like of I remember my saying, devices. I wish it was a tad bit brighter, but other, I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't like it was dull or gross or anything. Right. I think it it measures in at like two. Funny thing is, the four thirty four still says they offer up to an i seven, and the four thirty three oh, yeah. says an i five. But we we saw this with the C three hundred two. They had Same configurations like, that never came yeah. to into existence. 
Yeah. Uh, it's Chromebook lands. So they can just kind of say whatever they want. Do what we want. Yep. Why are Chromebook releases so weird? <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I guess because they're just not high priority enough yet. They've got, and, and you know, the they've thing got, is, they've got, they've got Jim. Think about Windows sitting yeah, over, right. and they're like, they're like, hey, we need to release this Chromebook. Will you put together some stuff for it? And he's well, like, I don't about, know what to do. And they're like, ah, it's fine, it's just whatever. Fine. Think about Windows laptops. How many Windows laptops launched, and we never even think twice. You never hear about them. You never see anything about it. You just go to Best Buy, and it's like, oh look, there's a whole new line of laptops from Asus. Huh? That's true. And I just wonder if we were to dig into the minutia of those, if it would be the same thing, bungled stat sheets yeah. and you know all this kind of stuff it's because that, that we're so in the weeds see, right these aren't these big like but the other end things. of that is most of these major manufacturers for windows devices they're configurable i mean you can go that's on true. there and that's true pick, kind of cherry pick what you want they're not and not that they're stuck chromebooks just haven't gotten to that point yet where manufacturers are saying hey here's this chromebook pick and choose what you want in it they're mm-hmm. making two three sometimes four variants of it and that's it yeah it'd be cool if i could say okay i want this specific device from chrome os from asus and i want to add this and take away that and do this and do that dell's kind of doing it with their new enterprise devices but it's still yeah. they're really not and they, they're they super have, expensive yeah know? they're also three thousand dollars <laughs> Uh, but that that would be great. We get to that point where I say, I want the new Acer, this, 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 but I want to add this amount of RAM, but I don't want 256 gigs of storage. I only want, that'd be awesome. I mean, right. I, that's a, let's just build our own. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't foresee that. <laughs> I don't, like, I don't that know happening. that we'll ever get there because it feels like uh, Chromebooks get treated in the market a little more like a device would. And I remember this particular transition happening in my head even back before Chromebooks and stuff. I remember I, I used to buy Windows laptops just based on whatever I could afford and that had better a better processor in it than something else. But you bought it because it was a laptop. It, it, there was a, a very clear difference between buying a laptop and buying like a phone or a tablet. Like I bought those based on like, it, it, it's almost impossible to communicate. Like, this device, this is a thing that Google put together, and I'm going to buy that device. And it felt like As laptops were just yeah. like configurable. Yeah, and, and you, you can, can swap get this parts and get in that. Them and, and, yeah, you know, if I don't like that, I'll open it up and swap this in there. It was just like a shell for an operating system. It was, it, I didn't consider it a device. Mm. And I remember the first uh, Windows laptop, once I got Windows 8 and started messing around with it, like, playing with the the tablet interface and all that kind of stuff and thinking like, oh, like I could go buy a Windows device like, mm. and it would be that sort of thing. Like that's where Chromebooks in my brain slot themselves. They're more like, it's a device. It's like yeah, buying well, a tablet. That and like, and being just, cloud-centric and built around Chrome OS, I, I don't think, I agree with you there. I'm never going to be able to buy a Chromebook and then I'm going to go down to Joe Parts shop and say, okay, well, I'm going to switch these out. Not that it can't be done. But the Chrome OS ecosystem doesn't lend to uh, being modular like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, I don't think it, it ne- doesn't necessarily. It should. It it's doesn't like, need to because everything's built around that that TPM and that security, right. and and anything you mess with is is kind of violating that. Yeah, yeah. sure, sure. So yeah. I mean, we got we got a new device. It's a bit confusing as are most Chromebook releases. Right. Um, Still but, very excited to see but this it's, one. But like, it's, it's going to be a good one, I think. I like one, the I look think. of it. It's going to be lot. a good one, I think. I, I love the new form factor of it. Like, I, I like that, those those kind of squared off. Uh, I want to say, I want to say, uh, uh, I want to say there was some comparisons out there uh, to the to the Pixelbook and design cues yeah, for the Pixelbook. Yeah, it's kind of got that just kind of. Maybe a little bit. Yeah, maybe a little bit of that. Edge. Yeah, yeah. I like it. 
302 looking. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, mid-October, this thing's going to come out. We'll have more information, obviously. Um, and prices, yeah, we just don't know yet. We're, we got to wait and see. Uh, maybe a little cheaper. Maybe not. We'll see. Um, so, Gabe, are you um, are, are you uh, uh, highly caffeinated? Because I'm, I'm going to need a quick take by Gabe. Uh, we're, we're coming up at the end of the show here, and uh, I'm going to need a quick take on the uh, the media tech uh, end of life. Yeah, I think I can do it. Okay, okay, here I we can. go. Here we go. Quick take by Gabe. Is it quick take or hot take? Oh, hot, oh, hot take. Like, oh, yeah, take I like hot take. So boring. Quick take. Yeah, well, hot I, take. I, where did I even come up with quick take? I'm not even sure where that came oh, from. It is quick. should be quick. I yeah, guess, but. but it's a hot take. Hot take by Gabe. Let's not let's not undermine the importance of this though. Right. No, this is this is big big news. This is a big yeah. this is a big hot. Take. You can read about. It. I actually saw in, in Gadget actually just published the article oh, just a few minutes ago. So I cite you? Uh, no, I don't think so. Oh, uh, come you can on, look at, you can look it up if you want. I don't know. Uh, anyway, so this is a big deal because we like to share deals and and we like to tell our readers about you know great deals on on Chromebooks and when they're budget Chromebooks we, we share those because we know a lot of people are saying hey I just want a Chromebook that's a couple hundred bucks. And there are Chromebooks out there you can buy for a couple hundred bucks, but they might be garbage, they might be horrible screens, they might be whatever. The biggest issue is a lot of these, you go on there and you buy that newest 2019 Acer Chromebook R11. That Acer Chromebook R11 was produced five years ago, the baseboard was, and its end of life is coming rapidly. Well, there's a whole line of MediaTek devices out there. Most of them are from Lenovo. Their latest ones are the S330 clamshell and the C330 convertible. Uh, they share the same baseboard as the original Flex 11 that Lenovo pro- produced a few years ago. So the end of life on those were June two, 2022. Yeah, mm-hmm. June 2022. So you're buying it. It's cheap, but it's also going to hit its the end of its auto update policy in three years, less than three years. Yeah, two years. Well, was digging through the other day, uh, sharing a deal out, and looked at the auto update policy page from Google and. Seven Lenovo MediaTek devices and one point two fourteen device that we reviewed a while back have been updated. It's the same baseboard. It's the same chipset, MediaTek MT eighty one seventy three ARM chipset. Their end of life has been extended to June of twenty twenty five. Three years. Three years. So these devices essentially have a full lifespan left of updates, and that's big deal because big deal. now. You can get a budget Chromebook that's nice, that will do what you need it to do, and only spend a couple of hundred bucks, and you won't have to worry about replacing it in a couple of years. Big deal. The bigger deal is, is Google going to start doing this for more devices? Because the way it works is you have a baseboard. The first device that's released on that baseboard, the auto-update policy gets time stamped based on that device. So four years from now, somebody else produces a Chromebook built off that same platform, it has the same end of life policy, so it doesn't get the five years or the six and a half years. It gets whatever's left on the original platform. Can Google start expanding this and extending these end of life that way? It's from the date of production, not the date of the platform launch, because that's a big deal, especially for enterprises that are buying two thousand dollar Chromebooks and you know thousand dollar Pixel books and all this schools. stuff. Schools getting end of life where it's actually going out the full six and a half years, not buying them two years in. And now they've got to buy them again in four years from now. It's a big deal. And if it's a sign of things to come from Google, it's one of the biggest complaints we see outside of printing. 
<laughs> yeah. and printing shouldn't be that much. And of a printing's complaint. not bad anymore. It's just people don't people don't know that. Yeah, and and yeah. So I mean, it's yeah. it, it's massive. Um, and I we've talked about it on the show a few times. We've talked about it in the office a lot. Like, well, what if Google could just do that for a handful of devices? At least, you know, the ones that are a little more expensive. Because I get it. I get people looking, especially like coming up on this this time of year right now. They're looking these great Chromebooks from last year still on the shelves. I mean, they're and they're great Chromebooks. Like I could still easily a year later say, yeah, go get the Lenovo. It's great. Get the HP X360. It's great. There's all these great Chromebooks, but now they're a year closer to that end of update and they're still four and $500 machines. So these aren't like dirt cheap devices. And so when people go to buy them, they're going to be asking that question. Do do I buy this and or should I update to something else or is this going to die before, you know, I'm going to stop getting updates before it's really, you know, used up. And, uh, I think for Google, if they can look, go, yeah, those, all those, uh, NAMI baseboard devices that mm-hmm. I just mentioned, you know, they're, they're all doing really well and they're selling like hotcakes and we got a lot of people still wanting to buy them even a year later and, and, you know, fast forward six months, a year and a half into it, there's still people interested in these. Well, yeah, let's extend that one out because there's a bunch of these still in the market. And I'm sure they have statistics on that. They can right. tell and, who's and, using what. And honestly, it could potentially open the door to other manufacturers as the price of chipsets. You know, if Intel can get their supply chains working the way they're supposed to, the 8th gen chipset price goes down. Because right. originally, we, I looked it up and it goes $281 for an i3 8th gen originally. You can get one for about 190 right now. So it's $90 cheaper than the 10th gen. They go down even more. You've got a company that says, hey, we want to get in the Chromebook game. This chipset's been out for three years, but if we can make a device with a perfectly capable i3 chipset from the 8th gen series and produce it and it gets five years of updates... Great win. Great for the consumers. Great for the company. Great for Google. Great for Chrome OS. Great yeah. for us. Boom. Win. Like, Boom. And I get it. I, I We've said this before. I get Google saying at some point we have to stop issuing so what updates is, what, for so this. So for those, for those that don't know, what, what are the uh, implications of extending it? Like wh- what is the uh, labor or what's the reason for ending, you know, do, doing, stopping auto updates? What, what, if they extend it, what? manpower is required to keep doing it like is that why they new do it? features that come to chrome os now have to be paired against the older platforms to make sure there's compatibility so okay. yes it's more manpower but google has recognized the massively growing ecosystem of chrome os there's no reason they can't afford that manpower to put on it plus chromium's open source so you not only have google saying all right we're going to assign these teams to keep this stuff up to date the manufacturers have their developers as well you, we see them in the repositories every day all of these individual manufacturers have their developers that work together to make sure it's working with their product intel is in there amd is in there uh, you know they the acer asus Samsung, all of them yeah. they're all in there working on this so yes there's more manpower involved but it's going to create a larger consumer market, which will right. condone the larger amount of manpower. Yeah. And I think part of it, you know, like it used to be five years and yeah. they extended a handful of mm-hmm. the six and a half years. And now we're seeing this happen. I think it's just part of the overall trend of Chromebooks growing in the consumer market, you know, because in general, like you don't buy a Windows laptop and think it's going to stop getting updates. At some point it will. Yes. You know, at some point the operating system you're on, but it's a long time in the future before it's like, 
And with Windows 10, I'm sure this is going to be different. It used to, it was a new version of Windows every four or five years. And so it's like, well, your Chrome, your your Windows laptop can't get, you know, Windows whatever, Windows 8. You know, I remember there were laptops that just, you weren't allowed to install it. Yeah, it didn't absolutely. have the hardware. Um, and so they kind of had those natural breaks built in there. Well, with Windows 10, they're not leaving Windows 10. They're just, they're going to continue updating Windows 10. Like it's, there's not going to be a Windows 11. We've had Windows 10 for years. They've said, like, Windows 10 is it. Right. This is the thing. And so they're going to start running into the same problem, too. Like, eventually, you're going to have a laptop that's going to go, like, I can't, you know, I don't meet the spec requirements anymore. And so that's part of what Google's dealing with here. Like, they have to, at some point, be able to say, hey, this line of baseboards doesn't meet the spec requirement. For Google, I think it's a little bit more about the, you know, they've moved on and they've, they're they not going to update that particular Linux kernel anymore because they've moved on to this one and this one, or they've got these features that are that are necessary for Chrome OS to continue forward. That baseboard can't do that. Can't The mm-hmm. hardware can't do it anymore. So we've got to set that date so that, you know, right. and we I, keep ourselves being able to continue moving forward without saying we've promised these people so we can't, it's a Windows trap. You know, we, well, we can't update this because it'll break that for them back right. there. They're still in that ten-year-old thing that, and that's why there has to, to be work. a line. So, yeah. yeah, there has to be a point where we got to let the old ones go if we want to continue moving forward. So it's you know I don't know where that is, and I think this this is getting closer to you know F's moving to a seven to eight year window, I think. But being able to make sure that devices that are based on a baseboard um, have that support for that entire time. So I shouldn't. If I go to Best Buy in six months or a year from now, even, say the HPX360 is still being sold, I buy it, it's two years in, it was a six and a half years, so now I've only got like four years, because it the baseboard actually was in development for six months prior to that, so now I've got like four years on this device that I bought, unbeknownst to me, is brand new. Right. And you're telling me four years, three and a half years, it's not going to get updated anymore? That doesn't seem like very long. And so, hopefully the market shifts to where devices like that are now... You can get it for 250 or 300 bucks. If it works for four years, you got your money out of it. So right. Like, all those things factor in. Like, as long as the price is low on an older device, it doesn't get that much support. People don't get that bent out of shape about it. It's when I buy a device that's $600 and you're telling me in three years I can't use it anymore. Yeah. Like that, people don't like that. And, and, and so that's we, another thing, they too. They have to figure out those things yeah. to make sure those uh, factors yeah, play Yeah, around this whole subject is that consumer awareness, too. Because I guarantee you, when I go to Best Buy as a Joe consumer and buy a Chromebook, they're probably going to sell me on, try to sell me on a Windows device because that's where they make their money. Whatever, that's fine. They can sell me antivirus, but no one's talking about, hey, this expires in three years, or your auto right. update policy is it going to be over, whatever. So consumers need to be aware of this. But I, I think, I think seven to ten years is the pocket because I originally wrote an article two years ago saying that the auto auto update policy wasn't a big deal. But two years ago, the average cost of a Chromebook was about $317. Exactly. That's, That's gone difference. up to probably, I don't know, 500 now, maybe more. Probably. Yeah, average. If you take six. all the devices, because even your EDU devices are four and 500 bucks. Yeah. So I would say if we're easily at 500. Yeah, so my, my opinion has changed wholeheartedly and I'm on the, I'm on that boat with everyone else who's saying Google needs to revisit it. But I think seven to 10 years is reasonable. I think anything outside of that is asking too much because the Linux kernel, they have to build everything around the Linux kernel. The Linux kernel has long-term releases and short-term releases. Those long-term releases are usually, uh, they have one person who maintains them and right. a team under them. They're maintained for 8 to 12 years. 
So I think if you say Chrome OS, seven to 10 years, somewhere in that pocket, right. I think that's fair because if you buy a Chromebook for 550 bucks and it lasts you eight years, you have no reason to complain. That's very <laughs> None. true. Yep, that's very true. Yep. And, uh, and Chromebooks will last that long. Yeah, I do wish that, <laughs> I wish they had some sort of option. Like once the auto update's out, like I wish they would work with Neverware or something like that and be like, here's a simple step transition, click this button, and you're here. Because yeah. the question is, like, how is it that Neverware is still rolling along and keeping things updated and working? You know, it's because yeah. at that point, it's like, it almost like they need to make a separate version or separate channel of Chrome OS that is uh, no new features. You won't get any new features. But you won't break your stuff. Yeah. It's just going to just gonna make sure you, you stay secure. Because yeah. that's all that people care about. Like, nobody, oh, that would be interesting. Anybody that has Windows 7 still running on their Windows device... They're not concerned with making sure they have all the new bells and whistles that Windows 10 has. They just don't want, just don't to want to have malware eat yeah. them up. That's and interesting. So what if a new version of Chrome OS could come out? It's a channel that's specified. They work with Neverware or something. I don't know. And it's all it is is making sure security patches come. They do the same thing for Android. They're doing it for they, the, the they old make sure security Chromecast, patches get the Chromecast audio. Right. So, I mean, they could figure that out, I think. And they just didn't have to figure it out until now. And there was no reason for them to figure it out until now. It's they're starting to see like it's growing. Yeah. You know, people are adopting them. So now this is a, it's a good problem to have, but it's a problem, and they need to they need to figure out how they're going to solve it. Whether it's just extending the periods out uh, to make it more reasonable, because honestly, you buy a Windows device, like you, you don't expect if it's not one that I can upgrade, I go buy one of the you know uh, netbook or not netbook. Uh, what are they called? Alterbook. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know if they use that term anymore. Um, <laughs> but you buy, you know, a non-upgradable, thin, like right. device, disposable. You know, <laughs> in seven to ten years, I fully expect that it's going to be out of date. I mean, it's a decade. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, think about what computers were doing seven to ten years ago. Do you really want that? Is that what you're going to be using? No. So I think if they can at least just get it to that point, yeah, I, I think we'd be fine. Like ten years out of the gate, like maybe nine or something, you know, from when the baseboard was originated and then let it just trickle down from there. Yeah. So if I buy it a year and a half into the game, you know, going seven in. years, yep. you know, the price should be low. So it's going to temper my expectations. You know, that, that should all work out. And if they're already at six and a half years, making a jump, adding another year, I mean, they added three to these. Yeah. So, I mean, right, these devices, even if they were the five year yeah. to start with, you know, that puts them at eight. Yeah, you've you've extended their life to eight years, and I think that puts you firmly in that pocket of being like, yeah, if I buy a point two device right now with that MediaTek chip in it, and it's going to last me five more years, by then I'm going to be ready to try something else. Right, <laughs> especially because I only spent three hundred bucks on it. So I mean, if they can get it to that point, that would be really really cool. Yeah. So we've got stable channel, we've got dev channel, we've got canary channel. So what would this new channel be called? EOL. <laughs> old channel you're old <laughs> yeah this is the grandma and grandpa channel it's just out there mm. yeah so yeah, it's I one of two know. things yeah. i don't know which one that would could take be more main power i don't know I'm just ex sure. if just extending the general update policy or I saying mean, dump hey it here's on everywhere you know there. you know yeah like it's a simple step to get them on, over on everywhere you're not going to get any new updates like, but it's you're just secure. like secure channel yeah, yeah. something like that i don't know yeah like, so, i mean honestly if everywhere got android and all that i don't and that's I don't the know thing. if I'd I tell anyone to go buy a new Chromebook. <laughs> so if it's a supported Neverwhere device, like is it still on the latest version? No, I mean, it is one to two up. versions behind. But my, it's going to keep getting updated? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do they drop? Do they have an update policy? Uh, maybe. Surely they have to. Well, we could find out, but uh, interesting. I'm not sure. Yeah. Hmm. Anywho. 
Anywho, so that was a that was a long hot there we, take. We we solved all the problems, Google. <laughs> Could be and that, now please. I'm going to go get my 2013 pixel and put everywhere on it. There we go. Let's do it. Let's make a video about it. Let's make a video about it. See what happens. So, folks, we're going to wrap this thing up. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, you can find more information about all of this stuff that we talked about down in the show notes or over at chromeunbox.com. But thanks so much for listening, and we will catch you all next week. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. You can find show notes over at chromeunbox.com forward slash podcast. And if you want to stay up to date with everything that's happening in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, make sure to check out our website, chromeunboxed.com, and follow us on social media by searching for at Chrome Unboxed. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.